What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I know I am. Today I've got a pretty uh, weird story time that I had from when I was younger back in the day when some dude like tried to follow me and my friends home. I don't know, it was just an overall pretty weird experience I don't think I've ever told here on the channel, so I figured I would make it into a video because you guys tend to enjoy them. So uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today, so without further ado, let's hop right into it. Alright, so this story time takes place when I was probably about like 12, 13 years old. So me and my friends weren't old enough to drive, but we were old enough to like go out on our own without their parents. And I was over at their house, and it just so happens that their house was like, I don't know, a one-minute walk away from this park. And because just walking around, being on our own, like not having to have our parents with us was still pretty fun to us, we decided to just go hang out at the park. And so we start walking down there, and on the way down there, they're like, dude, it's gonna be so awesome. Like, we started building this fort in the little wilderness area of the park. It wasn't actually wild. It was just, like, some trees and whatnot, but you guys get what I'm saying. Either way, we get there, and we immediately notice that there's only one other person at the park, and it's just a kid who looks to be about our age on the playground, so we don't think much of it. It's not like it's weird for someone to be at the park. You know, we're not going to walk up to him and be like, hey, this public property, you're not allowed on. Get out of here, man. We just end up going about our business. So we go over to where they had started building this fort, and uh, we start messing around with it, and it was pretty cool. And we're just kind of moving stuff around, whatnot, and uh, one of my friends goes, hey, guys, like, be careful about looking. Don't make it obvious, but that dude is just staring at us. And so we all take a little bit, and we're, like, trying not to make it obvious, but sure enough, the guy is just staring at us and it's not in a like oh I'm bored and just kind of seeing what people are doing way it's in a like he's watching us type of way and it's definitely weird so now we're all aware of it and we keep trying to go about our business and he just won't take his eyes off of us man and uh, one of my friends who we were with decides to like stare at him back to see if he'll stop looking at him and so he makes eye contact with the guy, and uh, he just doesn't break eye contact. So at this point, we're getting weirded out, because it's just an absolute stranger, like, watching you to the point where he's willing to make eye contact for an extended period of time. We were all getting uncomfortable. So we decided, we were like, alright, there's another park on the other side of their neighborhood. We're gonna go to that one instead, just because no one will be there to, like, stare at us and watch us. So we start leaving, and uh, as soon as we start leaving, one of my friends goes, I've got a bad feeling, which freaked me out, because I did too. You know when you have that feeling in your stomach, when you're like, ooh, I don't know what's about to happen, all I know is that I'm not going to like what's happening. And we're walking, and as soon as we're close to getting around the corner, I happen to look back, and I see that the kid who had been watching us is now, like, running up towards where we're going. So I'm like, hey guys, I think he's following us, and my friends are like, no man, you're being paranoid, he's not gonna follow us, that's ridiculous. And I'm thinking, alright, yeah, maybe he was running over to, like, the fort, maybe that's what he was waiting for, he just wanted to, like, mess around with it and he was waiting for us to leave. I I'm probably being paranoid, no way he would follow us. There's three of us and one of him, even if he did follow us or something, it's like, I, I like our odds, we got him outnumbered, so I'm not really worried about it. And I don't know this neighborhood insanely well, so I'm kind of following my friends, and uh, one of them just, like, walked slow. 
nothing wrong with him or anything. He just was a slow walker. So we were kind of just like keeping a pace with him because he was the guy who knew the neighborhood the best. And sure enough, because we were taking forever to get to the end of the road, by the time we get to the end of the road, me and my friend who wasn't walking slow look back and uh, we see that he's definitely following us because he's now come out of the park and like is in the neighborhood on the street with us. And so we kind of tell our friend who's leading the way like, hey, he's definitely following us. And he looks back and they're like, crap, I guess you weren't being paranoid. Uh, what do we do? And I'm like, well, we can start walking faster. That's what we can certainly do. And uh, we might have to run. So we start walking faster. And my friend who knows the neighborhood very well is making us like zig and zag. The good thing about, like, suburban neighborhoods is that whoever designs the road is definitely, definitely on something. To the point where it's easy to just be, like, zigging and zagging up and down roads, taking a left, taking a right, going up a cul-de-sac, jumping a wall, like, all this stuff. Terrible layout, but when you're trying to avoid someone, it's pretty good. But we just can't seem to be shaking this guy. He always happens to be, like, half a road behind us. And so, after trying to, like, dodge him by going up and down different roads and whatnot and it not working, my friend's like, alright, I think our best option is to run. And I'm not necessarily opposed to that. But I just wanted to make sure that we were all going to run in the same direction. Because these two dudes lived in this neighborhood. Like, whatever. If we all split up, they're going to be able to find their way back. I don't know this neighborhood at all. So if we split up and this dude following us chases me down, I'm screwed. I'm definitely going to end up on a dead end because I don't know where I'm going at all, alright? I've seen enough scary movies to know that if you're not familiar with where you're running, you're definitely going to end up running into a dead end. That's not where I'm trying to be. I like being alive. And I like having my things. I'm not trying to get robbed so they're like all right well okay here's the plan we're gonna run to this end of this road take a left from there you're gonna go straight and you can take either of the two rights because they both go to the end of this road at that road take a left and you can get back to the house so now that i kind of know what's up we're like okay and on the count of three we all start sprinting and uh, i know you're not supposed to look back when you think something's chasing you because it slows you down and like you can't run as fast when you're looking behind you and that's true but unfortunately, I'm an idiot and curiosity killed the cat, so I decide to look back. And when I look back, I see that he's running after us too. And I don't necessarily know what sport this kid played. I don't know if he was just a track sprinter or what, but he apparently is really fast because he's clearly gaining on us. So I see that and it like triggers my adrenaline even more. So I turn my head back and I start running. And now it's just the three of us sprinting down this road and we get to the first right and I just decide to take the first right because I'm like, well, look, if he's gaining on us, he'll at least have to slow down a little bit to turn. So I just take the turn and I start running and all three of us took the first turn. I don't know if we all had the same thought or what, but we all do. So we're just running up this road. And he's gaining on us, and so, uh, finally at the top of the road, my friend's like, alright, he's behind us, everyone just turn around. And not wanting to keep running and leave them from turning around, we all decide to turn around, and when we do, we see that he's probably about 15 feet away from us, still running towards us. And he had always been far enough away where, like, we couldn't really tell how big the dude was, you know? Like, we could tell that he was around our age, but we couldn't really see. And now we're seeing that he's a good bit shorter than all of us. And he's the only one of him. Like, it's not like he had a bunch of friends waiting or anything, and there's three of us. So we turn around, and my friend, who's the guy we had been following, is like, dude, what the... 
man like why are you following us what's wrong with you like you're staring at us at the park bro like do you understand how creepy you're being why are you chasing us and the guy's just standing there and he's like walked forward another 10 feet now so he's about five feet away and he's like slightly out of breath and he says give me your phones and we're kind of like looking at each other we take a second when he says that and look at each other because we're not sure if he heard us right or if we heard him right because you know it's just kind of bizarre to be the only guy smaller than a group of three and you're like hey give me your stuff i don't know if you know how this works but this isn't really how it works usually if someone's robbing you you know they have something that makes you give over your things like if someone's got a knife like i'm just giving you my wallet i'm not dying over this bro like i'm just not I don't care. But if you come up to me and you're like, give me your stuff. And you're just like, I, I don't know, five, four. Like, I'm just not going to give it to you. And like, what are you going to do about it? Like, I, I just don't know what to do. And especially if there's like me and five friends and you are, are way smaller than everyone. And you walk up and you're like, give me your stuff. No. So we're all looking at each other and we decide that we did hear him right. So we look at him and we're like, yeah, no, we're not going to give you our phones. I don't really know what he expected us to do. Get down on the ground in the fetal position and be like, please, sir, just let me grab my SIM card. I'll give you anything you want. Like that was not going to happen. And his response to that is to like look at us and yell even louder. Give me the phones now. And so we say no again, except this time we're even firmer. We're like, no. And he's just kind of standing there, staring at us. And we can tell that he really hadn't thought this through very well. It was like he really thought that was going to work. Because just the way he's looking at us, I don't know if this makes sense, but he was kind of confused that we weren't giving the phones over. Like, he was trying to process in his brain what his next move should be since we just didn't immediately hand over everything we own. And in his confusion, in his infinite wisdom, I guess somewhere in his brain, the calculation was like, boop, boop, beep, 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 boop, boop, uh, doing the math. All right, maybe if I ask them nicely to give them or to give him our phones, then they'll just hand it over and it'll be no issue. Because he says, come on, guys, please, just give me your phones. Which, all right, man, I don't really care if you're saying please. That doesn't magically change it, you know? Like, imagine that you're robbing a bank. Please give me all the money. Oh, officer, you don't understand. I don't really think you need to chase the guy down because he did say please while he was robbing the bank. Very polite. So we say no again, and my friend who was leading the way kind of pushes him and is like, get out of here, bro. And the kid takes a step back when he gets pushed and has a look on his face as if we have just offended the king of Belgium, man. We have literally just decided to spit in the face of the princess of Norway. We have decided to decry the royal family. And he says, whoa, no need to shove me. Which is just hilarious. You know what else there's also no need for? Uh, running down and trying to rob someone. I think that's also pretty unnecessary. Hey man, robbery is one thing, but shoving, no need, no need. And so my friend is like, I'm gonna shove you if you're trying to rob us. And he decides to start having an argument about how he hadn't pushed or decided to like hit any of us, so we should have respected that and not pushed him back. And we are literally stupefied at this. Because, like, listen, man, it should just kind of be understood that if you try to steal from someone, they might fight back. They probably will fight back unless there's a reason for them not to. 
But especially in this situation, like, we just shoved him and told him to get out of here. We didn't punch him in the face or anything. The fact that he was so offended kind of blew my mind. Like, wait, what do you mean? Well, there's just no need to shove me, because that's just really rude and unnecessary. Bro, you're trying to steal my phone. Like, do you not think that that's also rude and unnecessary? But whatever, we're like, dude, just get out of here. You're trying to rob us. We're gonna shove you, like, leave. And he argues for a little bit, and finally he's like, fine, I'll get out of here, but I just want you guys to know that that was really rude. There was no reason to do that. And now we're getting pissed off, and we're like, dude, get out of here before we actually do decide to be rude about it. I don't really know if you could consider any reaction at that point being rude if you try to rob someone, but whatever. He's like, fine, I'm gonna leave, but next time I see you, just know that I'm gonna get your phone. And we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Listen, under normal circumstances, that would be a scary threat, but when somebody gets, like, dramatically offended at the fact that you shove them when you're saying no to being robbed, I'm not really afraid of his future crimes, you know? Like, he's gonna walk into the bank if he ever tries to rob one. Give me the money. The bank teller's gonna be like, no. Oh, all right. Uh, no need to say no. Okay, let's not get stingy here. The cops show up, they like tackle him. Oh, now that was just unnecessary, guys. Was tackling me necessary? I don't think so. He's gonna be the definition of the guy from The Incredibles when uh, he gets saved by Mr. Incredible and decides to sue him for saving his life. That's the vibe of this guy. Either way, obviously we kept our phones, we were in no rush to hand them over to a dude that was just like, give me your phones. So he leaves, we go back to their house, we obviously don't tell their parents because we didn't want them to be like, you can't go back to the park anymore, I go home. They were some of my best friends, uh, still like really good friends with them. So I ended up going back over a few weeks later, and we decided to go back to the park, and we weren't looking for the guy, we truthfully were just going to go back to the park because they had been working on that fort thing still, so I wanted to see what had changed, but we get there, and sure enough, the guy who said he was going to take our phones the next time he sees us is sitting on the swings going back and forth, and my friend, deciding to troll him a little bit, goes, hey man, you gonna take our phones again? And dude, you would have thought that this kid saw a ghost. He did like the jump off the swing thing, and he lands, and he starts looking around, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show Meerkat Manor. If you haven't, it's sick. You should go watch it. It's about meerkats. It's, it's awesome. Either way, he like kind of has this meerkat look on his face and starts scanning back and forth as if he's looking to assess the situation situation and so my friend yells out again like remember us you tried to steal our phones and instead of saying anything or you know coming over and taking our phones the way he said he was going to he literally looks at us opens his mouth like he's gonna say something decides against it turns around and just runs away and listen me and my friends are not particularly scary guys like i don't want anyone to think that i'm delusional over here being like yeah we intimidated the guy so hard that he ran away that's why it's even funnier as we were just not intimidating at all Especially after you're like, next time I see you, I'm gonna take your phone, man. Oh, really? No, next time you see me, you're gonna look at me like a meerkat and then sprint in the other direction. I don't feel like I'm the type of person normal people would sprint away from. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just confused. 
Either way, after that, they said they never really saw him at the park again. And whenever I would go over there and we would go there, we never saw him again. Probably more out of embarrassment than anything. Or maybe he realized that trying to rob three people by yourself is just a very bad idea. Like, you don't have to be a mathematician or anything to realize that your odds of success uh, in a 3v1 is not very good. Unless you're like some top-secret Cobra Kai karate master, you know? Even then, I feel like in a 3v1, whenever there's like a karate movie or like a fight in a movie, the three guys wait and fight the guy like one at a time. That's not how reality is. If three people start punching you at one time, it's probably not gonna end well unless you're like, I don't know, Jason Bourne. Either way, I just thought that was an interesting story time. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. I know this one's a little bit shorter than normal, but, you know, I, I just felt like talking about it. If you did enjoy the video, I'd really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications. If you like the story times, but you'd rather listen to an audio version offline in the car, whatever floats your boat, I do post the audios over on Spotify, link down below. And down in the description, you can also find a link to a playlist I made here on YouTube of some of my favorite story times of the year. So if you need something to listen to while you're doing chores, playing video games, homework, whatever it may be, feel free to check that out. Like I said, all those links can be found down below in the description. But uh, yeah, on that note, that'll do it. One more time, press the like button, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. It really does help the video do better, and I would greatly appreciate it. But on that note, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and hopefully I will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace. Give me your phone.